0: hello everybody and thank you for joining me on another exciting edition of the richard listen show today i'm joined by actor and influencer greg martin who is Hilarious, and you can see his reel all over Twitter, Instagram, and his website regg.com Uh, We share an interesting overlap in recent history from coming meeting just prior to the tragedy of Kobe Bryant here in Los Angeles uh, to trying to launch new careers and ventures in film and acting right before the quarantine that affected all of us in the March of 2020. He is uh, amazing at handling how to deal with rejection, how to get into acting, his path, getting into a role, and the social media influencer realm and navigating all that. Again, I'm Richard Listens. Please check me out on Instagram at Listens or patreon.com slash Listens. Without further ado, I look forward uh, to introducing you to Mr. Greg Martin. Greg, thank you for being here with us on The Richard Listens Show today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> we were joking about our quarantine beards before we got on camera <laughs> we were and and i i i might be a little biased but i think i won <laughs> i did take a a midway shave i went through a mid-quarantine shave about two weeks ago
1: yeah i i i haven't um I, Kind of like the, the Jewish Tom Hanks in Castaway right
0: now. I like it. This could be a new role for you. Most You're looking very you're looking very well-groomed in a lot of your uh, sizzle reels. You're, you're a doctor. Yeah. You're in the military. A lot of shaving, yeah. You know, I'm
1: gonna let it all go out. I
0: can be a, I can be a, a terrorist or a hostage, maybe. Well, yeah, I'm lucky. I have an 11-year-old daughter at home who decided to give haircuts before this whole thing started. So nobody could see that I had a few spots in the back. You know, it's a good time to practice a new craft.
1: Yeah, career for her too.
0: Are you are you like a beard groomer? Are you getting into like beard oils and things like this? That's so funny. I just
1: <laughs> I ordered my first beard oil last week, um, and I, I don't know if I'm in love with it. It was it was like you know the best rated one on Amazon, like five thousand reviews. Uh, yeah, it was only like ten bucks. But uh I, I tried it and it did make it softer. But I don't know. I I got like a zit and I'm like, softer beard or a zit. I gotta I gotta. uh
0: So what are your choices now? Do you go back on the review section and give it like a three out of five, or or do you just go to no, another product? What are no. the options? <laughs> it,
1: it did what it's supposed to do. It it, it made it a lot softer.
0: Yeah, it's it's to get rid of the itchiness, right, and the scratchiness. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's like a club that it's like a secret club. Like if you have a beard of a certain length, what's that private movie theater? They have one up on uh, Highland and one in Culver City. The one that's like the fancy ArcLight. Thank you. ArcLight. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Oh no, Arclight, you we haven't been off, off the island we haven't been off the island in a few months here <laughs> so ArcLight, i went in and and you know they got a guy who's like pouring you a beer or a latte and he had like a a, be- a beer my friend owns uh aaron's coffee good friend of the show okay. and he came in and he's got one down to uh his knees as well and it sparks a whole conversation about like beard grooming this is a whole new land of manscaping yeah i
1: think mean, we, we can just do the whole thing on beard grooming if you want
0: <laughs> i'm sure you could riff with it i'm yeah, sure you have Hollywood. so you now you know when we went met, you were going to launch several new projects um how has that gone since uh have you been able to go ahead since corona i mean i know for all kinds of entertainments filming is largely unless you were able to do things in small groups, like how have, how have you been impacted?
1: Filming's kind of dead right now at the moment.
0: What I know on the commercial front, what they're
1: doing is they're actually dropping off equipment at your place. If you book something and you're shooting yourself, um, that's how they're kind of social distancing it. As far as like actual um, theatrical stuff and TV, uh, they're still trying to figure it out. The unions are like fighting each other under like safety protocols, at least from what I've read. Um, So it's been pretty slow for me. But what I do is I I create a lot of my own content. And I've actually, I actually use this time to to write a lot. So I'm working on like a new TV pilot. And then I was the beginning. No, I kind of had it done. I was I was finishing up like a, a, a rough edit of TV pilot that I shot just on spec, like for fun called Open Relationship. I was finishing up the editing of that, like right before the quarantine.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you, you do it all. I mean, you're an actor, you're an influencer. I mean, how much of this is just the day and age that we're in that you have to be ready to like create your own content and get it up online and how much of it is just, you know, just who you are. I think you
1: have to nowadays, although I don't consider myself an influencer. Um, I consider myself more of a content creator uh, because I don't have, I don't have as much influence as some other people that are like truly influencers that can like move mountains and stuff. Um, But you kind of have to, like it's all about building your own personal brand. And I feel the the acting industry has shifted where if you're not doing your own thing, you're not like a multi-hyphenate, it's not harder. It doesn't put you as in like the most advantageous light nowadays. Um, everyone expects that you're you're doing stuff other than waiting for the phone to ring, because before social media, you kind of just. I mean, you could hustle on your own, but you, it, you know, iPhones make everything so easy to to shoot with these days and knock out content, and you can still tell great stories using anything that you have at home. I mean, you could shoot a whole movie over Zoom. Wow, a whole movie.
0: I mean, really? you probably
1: could. Yeah as long as this, if the story's good the story's good i mean the, you know
0: yeah it's been the real gift of the quarantine for me i mean you know all of a sudden i was stuck in a room <laughs> and everybody else is stuck at home so the amount of content being created and then you know experimenting with live videos and using zoom as well to engage more and more people has been a yeah. way to like create i saw a couple musicians that are inviting they have something called like the Muse or something like that, where you can you can see like a concert from two musicians who are somewhere, and and they kind of do it like crowdfunding, where you, you give a basic donation, but you're getting like a Carnegie trained <laughs> cellist <laughs> <That's right. laughs> in your home. Yeah, there's been yeah. some beauties of how technology is being applied. Yeah, in the
1: acting world, they've been doing a lot of table readings. So it's uh, scripts that if it's like a big movie script or TV show, it's it's mostly. On lockdown, and they're not going to, you know, publicize it. But like, if I have something that I would like to hear out loud, I can organize a Zoom table read. There's been some that have had over a hundred people in them, um, like audience watching, and then you have the actors acting. So, yeah, a, a lot has changed. It's it's definitely gone more more mobile in a sense where you don't have to be in. You always has to be in like a major city, LA being, you know the most prominent of acting and yeah you don't have to be here anymore you can be wherever you can be in Alaska and you can send in an audition tape and you can send in your scripts and take meetings over zoom and you know freeze your butt off
0: (laughs) I mean do you think that what's the future going to be is everyone have to move to New Zealand and make all their films there for the next (laughs) few years
1: (laughs) I mean what I feel is that production's not going to start up till I mean, for an actor like myself, for the majority of actors, I don't think productions are going to start till next year. I think
0: it's going to be a while. So you kind of have to create a short-term game plan on projects.
1: Yes. And my 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 short-term game plan is to write something new and then also work on like original characters.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I was I was taking a look at, at your, your Instagram. I mean, and there's a picture of you from like, probably when you're five did you start acting like was were you like one of the characters from the Goldbergs that like had the the penchant for you know the craft from a young age?
1: I've always been, I've always been interesting but I wasn't class clown uh, I took an acting class in in high school and nearly failed it
0: uh, <laughs> every good story starts there <laughs> yeah exactly um,
1: uh, no I, 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 went to, I went to college and got a finance degree and I came out of college and said, well, I don't want to go into finance. I want to do something to piss off my parents. So I'm going to be an actor. <laughs> and it worked because they're totally pissed off.
0: Are they like yelling in the audience or they don't get an invite? Either? Oh, no, not, not yelling.
1: <laughs> Just uh, what are you doing? And send you to school to uh, become an actor. So, now they're off my back.
0: But it took a while there was like a magic number of, of performances where they finally like believed you were for real yeah they're like
1: okay well we're we're done trying to convince them to do something else all right um, I mean I, I've had a lot of other corporate-ish jobs like side jobs and stuff like that and I've done a lot of different things in my life but I keep coming back to acting or, or, or creative
0: endeavors now does that does that balance of having kind of the the you know the the collegiate degree you can clean up nice like help you get because you've done some commercials right where you've got to look like the guy next door uh you know you can't you can't throw out your tom hanks and still get you've had some looks like some major (laughs) spots
1: (laughs) Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, over the past year, I did Old Spice. Uh, was a company that called- was hysterical. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> company called Pro Flowers, which is a flower delivery, um, big flower delivery company. Uh, Xfinity, which is Comcast. And then Pizza. Commercials have, over the past year, a couple of years, commercials have changed where they're looking for the normal person. They're looking not for an actor. They're looking for the actual person. So this look right now with the beard, it could be very popular.
0: Um, In fact, I love that we're staying on this beard theme. I actually, my friend was, as the, the quarantine started, he sent me a screenshot and I was like, what is that? And he goes, tell me this isn't you. And it was an eBay commercial and run, okay. out, of, I run out of Toronto. And it was me. Wait, <laughs> what? Yeah, they well, my my daughter, my you know, I have I have twins, and they wanted to do some spots, and eBay wanted like, um, like a lumberjack look. I guess they wanted a dad, like they wanted to show a leaf blower, things you would buy on eBay, right? So probably when the quarantine started, everyone was home. They were like, run this the ad of like family outside buying and cleaning and using stuff and so all of a sudden there's me dubbed with like looking like rambo with a lawnmower but it was because of the beard maybe like an east coast dad <laughs> so that's my acting career that's great
1: but i mean that just backs up what i said like <laughs> they are looking for real people in the commercial world they're looking for real people so um yeah it's not as actually clean shaven as as like some tv would sense
0: yeah, so when did you start writing your own scripts and, and 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 how do you balance that out between, like, keeping, you know, your agent busy and, and going out for things and keeping your own creative juices flowing?
1: So um, I basically, as far as my own stuff, uh, I kind of fell into it a little bit. I, I moved to this apartment complex in Hollywood. When was that? About three years ago. It's called 1600 Vine on Vine Street. It's it's Vine in Hollywood, smack in the middle of Hollywood right next to the Pantages Theater, Capitol Records is right there. Nice. Um, you can see the Hollywood sign from there. And uh I I basically just chose this apartment complex cuz I wanted to be in Hollywood. And I walk in and there's all these influencers um who were famous from the app Vine making content. Um and in the lobby. Uh, <laughs> literally, yeah, literally in the lobby. There's I remember I didn't know what was going on because I wasn't attuned to that world. Um yeah, there's literally a guy that had a skeleton. Like he was holding a skeleton and it was on um it was like on a tripod sitting up and he was like talking to it and there was like a camera, uh, another tripod filming it. I'm just like, what in the world is going on? But this is interesting. Um, And I just happened to move into this apartment complex. And uh, basically there was all these people making content, making their own content, write, shoot, editing their own stuff. And I said, well, I guess I could do this. I'm funny, like I've done some some TV stuff before, like why uh, why don't we collab? And I basically went to these influencers and I got rejected pretty much for a year straight um they're like no you don't have enough followers to like hang out with them.
0: <laughs> oh gosh so, yeah, welcome to, to the neighborhood exactly, like, no banana bread for you yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs>
1: um and so i finally got to the point where i was just pissed off and i'm like this is ridiculous they keep giving me the runaround. like i keep seeing these kids over and over like whether it's in like the corridor or at the gym or at the pool i keep seeing them and i'm like yo like you don't text me back or like anything like we said we're gonna we're gonna do something (laughs) so long story short i made my own uh i started making my own comedy sketches uh Mm. i grabbed uh i grabbed a buddy who who knew how to how how to shoot some stuff and filmmaker and i just made my own stuff and it was it was only i'd say three sketches in that they like took notice like oh oh greg actually knows what he's doing like he's funny like this is he, he, like, he looks different. Cause a lot of people there are like very, uh, <laughs> influencers the model type, you know, showing their abs and, and bikini pictures and all that kind of stuff. And they're like, Oh, Greg, well, you know, he looks a little dorky. Like it's different. Like, okay, we could use him. Um, so then I started, I started collabing with them and I started write, writing and shooting and editing my own stuff and basically just teaching myself. Um, which is very frustrating in the beginning, like trying to learn any new skill. Uh, so I, I just started teaching myself and then we actually ended up doing collabs and I've been knocking out a ton of videos and now I'm kind of self-sufficient where I can put something together myself.
0: So that's pretty yeah. amazing. So just, you know, it's really powerful because I, I tell a lot of stories with people and about the power of your village and how something is small when you move to a, a new town uh as the building you live in especially la right yeah um you know of the people that you get around and what they're doing and how that can really uh you know rub off on you and 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 create opportunities if you see them
1: yeah it 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 was it was pretty huge um i mean some of them some of them became very very successful uh it, it it the building, the building came became the hub for, like, influencers. Uh, people would move there from out of town, and it was, it was almost like a mini studio. It was a very, very exciting time until the building said, you can't shoot here anymore. Um, it was just getting too crazy with uh, uh, too many fans trying to sneak in the building, people, like, hanging off the balcony, like, trying to get the perfect, like, <laughs> selfie pic, <laughs> like, crazy stuff. <laughs> Uh, this is the
0: day, and age we're in. the day and age we're in, right? I mean, you had like, I don't know, my kids are always talking about the Team 10. You know, they rented a house and all of a sudden they were 10, doing Jake, stunts. The,
1: the, yeah, Jake and Logan lived at the apartment complex.
0: See, yeah, and then, then they got yeah. a house and they, then they started to like jump off the roof and stuff like that. Like.
1: Yeah, yeah, Logan Paul and Jake Paul lived at 1600 Vine. Uh, <laughs> and and that, yeah, they... they they had obsessive fans. I've never seen anything like it that the parents would come with the kids and they would they would stand outside and scream at him. and this was like seven days a week, like all hours they would try to sneak in the building it was i I think that attributed to to probably the close it down the ban at all yeah i mean it 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 was it was a very fun time um and and it's it's unfortunate uh because I, I, I just, the amount of creativity, it was just, it was incredible. And, and also just from an, uh, a casting standpoint,
0: <laughs> I, like-
1: I wanted, I needed, I needed to, this one video I did, I needed to have, uh, it needed to be a party. And um, <laughs> so I literally walked out to the corridor and said, hey, I'm shooting something. And there's just, there, there actually be people from out of town that would drive there sneak into the building and just sit in the couches like outside like waiting to be in like videos and so I just went out there I'm like hey guys in 20 minutes I need to throw a party in my place um can you guys be there like oh yeah sure so I had like 15 people in my place and we <laughs> had all these extras it was great um yeah it was, it was a very fun time but uh that, that time has has ended and now it's as far as like houses, now it's like TikTok houses and influencers. Yeah, I
0: was going to ask you about TikTok. I mean, like, how is that? I mean, that's the blowing up, right? You people, you have like young girls getting followers. Their parents are quitting their jobs just to manage their like careers. <laughs> I mean, um, are you making the shift to get, I mean, how much time do you put into getting onto that platform? I,
1: I haven't attacked uh, TikTok yet. I, I should have done it. I know people that that did it like three two three years ago and and you know they they built up so quick uh i still haven't gotten on it i i kind of made the decision during the quarantine was do i write something new or do i attack tiktok and my thing right now is to just write something new because just focus time then i'll attack tiktok
0: um any uh, hints you can give us about what you're writing
1: Uh, it's, it's pretty much just story based on my life, uh, (laughs) my life in Hollywood and, uh, different dating stories in my trajectory. And I, there's just been all these weird experiences that, that I've had that, uh, people tell me only happened to me. So, um, yeah, such as, yeah, such as, I guess, if you want, The first acting job I ever booked uh, was with, uh, uh, the first acting job I ever booked was a guy who loses his his hands in a car accident and can't masturbate anymore. He's a masturbator and how he could get through his life without (laughs) masturbation it's like it's stuff like that where like I can't even make this stuff up like how did
0: I did you have a big moral choice when you were in for that you were like man do I want this to be my first role (laughs) you were like no I
1: wanted it I I went in and I no I killed that audition yeah it was it it got it got real weird yeah he's like he's like okay we're gonna do an improv right now and you've lost your arms just do a dance in like pretend that you're like trying to like get yourself off without it it was very weird um but I was destined for the role and they they cast me Uh, but you're not
0: afraid of this I mean what you get a lot of comparisons I mean I saw your you you're right next to Sasha Baron Cohen I want to hear about that but I mean what do you get the most is do you get Ben Stiller do you get Seinfeld I saw your bit on him um it
1: uh it really it depends
0: on the facial hair and it depends on my haircut (laughs) <laughs> uh,
1: it's very strange it, it, it deviates between yeah between seinfeld sasha baron cohen ben stiller and adam sandler depending <laughs> on uh those are the main those are the main ones and then there's like subsidiaries of all these other people uh has <laughs> howard Wolowitz on big bang theory i get a lot um like if i'm shaved and my hair is like to the side yeah it it, it all it always depends it always like changes do you
0: mind it or do you like it does you think it gets you more you know uh
1: no i actually i actually like it i think you got to feed into what to what works and i i highly respect all those guys and i would actually as far as acting is concerned their careers are like very are pretty much my dream careers So um, I'm fine with it. I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of actors that are like, oh, I'm only a dramatic actor. I only do this. And they might look like, let's say they look like a comedian, but they only want to do drama. Like I, the people I look like is exactly what I want to do. So it's very like on par with me. So I, I think it's a, I think it's a compliment.
0: It seems like everyone these days is trying new workout systems. Some people go to the gym, others may run, but I've recently discovered a great in-home method that is absolutely amazing. I'm taking in classes online where I'm being trained and pushed in real time by top MMA fighters straight from the octagon. Injitsu.com provides real-time classes so you can get a top-notch workout from the comfort of your own home. These classes are absolutely going to sell out. So head over to Injitsu.com slash Richard Listens to get your first class for free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash Listens. Protecting your child's teeth is important in any sport. That's why Impact Dental Designs has put so much thought into their state-of-the-art mouth guards, protecting athletes in youth sports, all the way up to advanced MMA fighters and champions. And the best part is you can customize your own design for your own creative and fun mouth guard. So head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash Richard Listens. And if you purchase now, you get a free customized design and 20% off your order. And and what was that? What was that? Uh, did Sasha Baron come? Were you? Uh, did you surprise him? I mean, what was that uh, scene where you <laughs> interviewed, got him on camera?
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I I decided I was going to be Borat for Halloween, <laughs> and uh, I I went out. I was working on getting the outfit, like the suit, the gray suit, and the mustache. And I kind of put on the mustache. And I was like, wait a second. I kind of look like this guy. Like it never, it never occurred to me that I, I looked like him and I put it on. I mean, minorly I was like, Oh, I, you know, oh, Borat's great character. Like I'm going to get a mustache and see. And I put it on and, and I'm like, I, I kind of look like him. And I, I sent some pictures of my friends and they're like, dude, you look exactly like Borat. <laughs> I was like, this is interesting. And at the time I was uh, working at a company which did, um, uh, stuff on red carpets and they were able to get like press passes um they would go (laughs) interview celebrities on on red carpets and uh, basically they saw the picture and like you're going to the borat premiere it's next week you're going as borat um (laughs)
0: that's
1: incredible yeah so i basically were you
0: excited or nervous (laughs) no i was i was
1: i was excited (laughs) i was excited but the the weird thing is is when you get in the, like, I like when you're in a character and especially when you're in like a character is as great as like a Borat that's like really fleshed out. You kind of just got to stay in the character where it's like in your bones and you're like, actually, you're not thinking that you're Borat. You're just our Borat. So I went to the premiere and because we, we got a press pass and I still don't know to this day if the celebrities, all these celebrities were walking down the red carpet like saying hi to me um, and uh, I was basically positioned it was like the crappiest positioning on the red carpet possible so um, basically the red carpet like the, 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 the start of it where all the celebrities entrants are like the, the most famous the, the biggest outlets. so it could be like EE or like Access Hollywood and then it just goes down the line until it's like internet outlets and just the, the worst the the like the worst reporters and
0: i was dead last barely even read anymore <laughs> yeah
1: but where i was when you walked down the red carpet it, it kind of made an l and i was right at the point where everyone had to see me so if you weren't so basically in order to walk in the movie theater you had to pass by me and, like, you had to look me, like, you, you would just see me. So all these celebrities were, like, coming over to me. Like, Drew Barrymore gave me a hug. And, like, I was interviewing all these celebrities. And then, like, Sasha comes around. And this was long. I was, like I said, I was in character for, like, two to three hours. So so I was getting, like, exhausted uh, over the, the course of the thing. Because it, it's it's a lot to, like, stay in character for that long. Anyway, Sasha comes around. And uh, I think I, I asked him if... Uh, if he if he go oh yeah I say I like to ask you a question. Uh you want make a uh would you like to make a bong 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 in my anus or make it with the Jew? And <laughs> and he goes, I do not understand your English, like just all upset. Cause <laughs> I think I think he like at the point, like he's so genius, he has the perfect response to everything. Um a lot of his comedy he has he has writers and they they come out with they, they have outcomes to situations and they know something funny to say for any situation, they were not prepared. And he was not prepared for someone who looks exactly like him to be asking him a question. So, um, yeah. And if, and if you look at the video, his publicist in the back, his eyes are just like <laughs> this big. He's like, I don't know what's going on right now. Like, who is this guy? Like, how did this happen? It's the funniest pit. Like I have like, Uh, pictures from and it's so funny like he's just like the publicist is just zoned out like he (laughs) doesn't
0: know what's going on
1: Uh, did he
0: stay engaged for for a while or was it too much uh,
1: well he stayed engaged for i want to say about like 30 seconds it was fun though but then i talked to like isla fisher his wife and she's like oh my god you look exactly like him and uh (laughs) yeah it was it was a very it was a very fun fun time and then uh the e E Entertainment had a had a show called the Daily Ten Show, and they they took the clip and said it was like an angry confrontation, and they like, <laughs> you put a spin on it. Yeah, it was it, it was it was fun. Yeah, and that led me to do some some other like uh, Borat sketch videos and stuff like that, which I got I got I got sick of doing. Uh, that's all people wanted to be needed to, like do, but uh, I did them anyway. But like it, it kind of got to the point where i'm like well i'm, I'm more than just Borat in a sense
0: yeah so so that's a good transition right there like how do you keep you know like as you get more popular or more in demand in a certain role or people like they think they smile they laugh how do you keep that compass of your own direction of where you want to see your career going and and keep refining that act like you were saying about getting into a role and getting into character okay.
1: I think, well, the industry's interesting because they kind of like type you and they're like, this is what you look like. This is your essence. This is the roles you're going to play. So that's kind of like your, your, your primary flavor of what the industry sees you as. And you kind of have to ride that wave in a sense because if you look at other actors, like most of them are playing uh, close to themselves until they become a movie star and then they do something more wild, which is which is off type. So I I kind of rolled I rolled with it. It kind of just gives you a way to to brand yourself, or people can associate it in a sense, not as Borat, but just as as well. He's like a Ben Stiller, he's like an Adam Sandler, like that that kind of type. Um, it, it helps people know what category to put you in.
0: So what's the riskiest role you've taken to challenge that? That role.
1: Ooh, that's a good question. The riskiest role.
0: And if you have not one that you'd like to play.
1: One I'd like to play. Well, I mean, I would love to do something with the original character where I where I do where it's like a borat where I go into the real world as a character and and, and talk to real people. That would be that'd be a dream role. Uh I don't know how easy it would be to do uh, these days especially because I also look like some people that have done that. Uh, but yeah, that, that would, that would, that would be a dream role. Um, or anything like character character-based, like I love like an Austin Powers or like a Zoolander, um, like that kind of stuff where a character kind of stays throughout the, the, throughout the film.
0: Yeah. Do you see yourself writing films like that? Writing and acting? Um,
1: yeah I, I i see myself i I'm, I'm slowly getting into writing I, I wasn't doing as much of it've done I've written a ton of sketches and I'm slowly getting into writing uh, more significant longer form stuff so the, the the pilot I'm writing right now will be my second. And then maybe after that, I'll like write a film. It's, it's a process. And it's just, it's also time management. Like, what are you going to focus on? Because going back to the TikTok thing, I sat with it and I said, well, what do I want to do for the next couple months? Do I like, want to attack TikTok or do I want to write? And I said, well, I'm, I'm going to write.
0: How many, how many hours a day do you give to it right now? Well, I just
1: started. I, I just made the decision two weeks ago. And uh, this morning, I did about three hours the past couple days where I was more working on structure, uh, the concept, the structure and the characters, because I kind of start with like an outline first before I even get into any dialogue on a daily, I I probably put in, I don't know, three or three or four hours over the past, like, per day.
0: And that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot. I've heard from from novelists like never to give more than an hour in a day, just because of how intense it is.
1: Well, I got to. I got to be honest. A lot of that was was frustration and me banging my head against the wall. Like, are these the characters? Included in that is like research. Like, I'm also watching other pilots and seeing the relationships between those characters, and then who can I source from my real life? How can I make this real? Like, I'm I'm being very picky with the the um, the characters and then the relationships between them and trying to find the right mix before I write a, a spec of dialogue mm. um, so I, it was it was very frustrating and very frustrating last week where I was just going over different concepts and different characters and wasn't wasn't it wasn't coming out and I wasn't being the mix just wasn't working. But so how
0: do you get yourself refocused when that's happening?
1: There I think there's two ways. You can either you can either pound through it. And I've actually been using this website called FocusMate, where it's it's pretty much you you just you you go on, you book a time, and it pairs you up with another person. It's kind of like a Zoom meeting, and you you just it and there's like a 50 minute bout of whatever you're supposed to do. So at the beginning, the first minute. You and the other person just say what your goals are individually, and then you mute yourself and that person just sitting on your screen, pretty much staring at you, like (laughs) holding you accountable. And then at the end of the fifty minutes, the website dings, and uh, you unmute yourself and you say if you accomplished your goal or if you didn't. Um, So, like, if I'm uh, so that that was me trying to plow through it, which worked and didn't work. Like I did, <laughs> I, I said, well, I'm not going to, I'm not leaving the computer until something comes out. And I went through a whole session kind of staring at somewhat of a, not a blank page, but not making much progress. So uh, from that, I I, I I, like to do two other things. I like to either just completely forget about it for the day and do something else, or I like to change location. So If, um, if I'm in, if I, let's say I'm in the living room in the office, I'll go to the bedroom and then see if I can get re inspired from that. Um, but I, I, before changing the location, I'll usually take like a 20 minute break.
0: Yeah. I mean, so much of creativity is getting ideas from what we see and what inspires us. So like you said, pounding through a brick wall sometimes, that sounds pretty intimidating, too. What if your focus mate is like staring you down?
1: I mean, I oh, they are. No, yeah. <laughs> can I, you swipe
0: love... right and left on these people, too? <laughs> no, you, you don't even
1: get to, well, I, uh, you don't really get to choose them. It's kind of like mm. if I want to book someone at 5 p.m., I just go on, and then it matches me up mm-hmm. with someone. Um, nice. really a great website. It it, it it holds you accountable and, like, it it really like works
0: um, well, especially in the quarantine. So much of creativity is just feeling presence or feeling like somebody's there, and and, and focusing on smaller amounts of time. You know, I've heard a trick: even if you're going to procrastinate, like intentionally procrastinate for thirty minutes, like at least be conscious of what you're doing. <laughs> you know, tell somebody, okay, I'm coming back. Uh, what did you do with your thirty minutes? Uh, you know, watch a yeah, movie, check I, my phone.
1: <laughs> I think you just not put as much pressure on yourself too to. To get it right or get it perfect or it has to it has to happen in this hour it has to happen today and yeah just it, just taking a break like if it's not if it's not coming out taking a break but if you're on a deadline sometimes you just have to pound through and 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 see what happens and maybe you'll hit that inspiration in the last five minutes and then you're good to go
0: have the times when you've been the most comedic and the most creative been under pressure or have they been spontaneous? I
1: gotta say I gotta say both. I, it's, it's something very freeing when it's, when it's spontaneous. Like if a friend comes over and like, hey, let's shoot a video. You're gonna be outside and, and uh, I'm gonna throw a basketball at you and you're gonna pick up the basketball and then we're gonna have some words and I don't know where it's going, but let's just start with that and let's just go. And like we don't know where we're going, it's like we're just jumping into the unknown. Um, but our job is to make turn it into some type of story, some type of like setup and punchline, or maybe even like a, a, a like more waves in the story or more jokes. So it's very fun to to do that. But then on the flip side, sometimes when you're you're forced you're forced with the deadline or you're, you're forced, like, let's take an audition, for example, if, well, pre-quarantine, you didn't have to, <laughs> you'd have to go into an audition and you would have an 11 a.m. audition. You'd have to go in and you'd have to know your lines and stuff like that. And you know that you, you usually actually only get the script the night before and you have a set amount of time and you know that it better, you better be good and you better be prepared at 11 a.m. when you walk in there tomorrow. So you're kind of pushed to be, you kind of pushed to be creative and, and sometimes it doesn't, even in that situation, maybe it doesn't happen. You're, 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 you're off, but um, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's very weird. It's, it's very weird when you're like creative, when you're, when you're kind of forcing yourself to be creative, yet you have like pressure
0: on you um, yeah and yeah it, this is like anything where you become a professional at it um there becomes more importance on certain roles and we desire certain things more and we work harder for certain things so the ability to both get in the moment and then let go of that pressure at the same time and be what makes you you know an incredible actor uh at some point like we have to trust yeah operation and what got us there
1: and i think at times you just have to jump head first and into it You just have to say, I, I, um, like if there's an audition in an hour, like I'm just going to go full force and give yourself, uh, give yourself the ability to screw up and not put pressure on yourself, which often like your best work comes out of that. Cause when you've removed all the pressure, you're just like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Like how this, this is just going to go, how it goes. Like, it's usually a lot of creativity and your best work comes out of it so
0: yeah because there's no inhibition same thing as an athlete right if you're thinking about i hope i don't miss it right muscles start to tense up and respond to that fear i know you wanted to uh you know before we before we uh sign you off for today give a little bit to our listeners they may be athletes they may be entertainers about facing rejection uh how do you you know, you, you maybe maybe you're somebody who's just coming out to LA post quarantine, right? How do you make your jump, and how do you deal with some of these rejections, whether it be people in your building or uh, initial auditions?
1: Rejections, interesting. I I think you kind of just have to plow through it, like I said. There's um, if 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 you can see the light at the end of the tunnel, and you have an ultimate goal, nothing's really going to stop you from. Nothing's really going to stop you from hitting that. It's just you're going to have to – There, there's a persistence factor. There's a persistence factor in in acting and, and a lot of entertainment that if you keep going, eventually, like, it's going to happen. Eventually, you're going to get stuff. Eventually, people are going to take notice. And I, I believe that's true. Um, and it's kind of just – I mean, there's been so many times I've been knocked down, I'm like I'm quitting acting, I'm done with this, and i I have to take like time off like I've taken you know a month off from anything creative, like just just you just have to you know refresh and recoup and 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 just realize okay well what is the the game plan again, and then just reset yourself in a sense um and I think with rejection's tough uh i I I think the acting's interesting because everyone, a lot of people say, well, if you can see it, it'll happen. Like just think positive and just think it'll happen. And I've gone into so many auditions and I'm like, I'm just gonna think that I got the role. I'm just gonna live that I've already booked it and then a, a week goes by and I've, I've hyped it up in my mind that I booked this role and, and I've heard nothing and they've already casted it, I'm sure, two days after and I'm still thinking about it for a week and then, then I hear I didn't get the role and then I'm just so crushed um, that I no longer put that pressure on myself. I kind of just go in, audition, do my work and leave and forget about it. Um, And then also just knowing that if you're creating your own stuff, you're creating your own way. So that's, that's why I'm also creating a lot of my own content because I'm not waiting for other people to say yes or say no. And, uh, I'm just, I'm working on waking, making my own way
0: and that's really well wow, that's beautiful and that's the empowerment of all these medium from tiktok to to zoom to instagram you know the ability to your iphone right ability to create content uh to create films Um, a kid I used to babysit for just sent something like why he's dropping out of college and as he was releasing his first animated film. So I was (laughs) like, wow, like, you know, now you can go out with style. It's like, you know, did you drop out? No, I became an animator. Like, you know, so, so, you know, the the, um, hopefully we'll be reading about him someday. Good luck, Seba. The, The power of being able to create and take ownership and authority over what you're working on. But, you know, also like, We learned from, I think Steve Martin said he did 20 years or something like that. And the first 12 were like, you know, doing stand up, uh, some in front of his friends and some in front of empty audiences. Uh, Five five of them were being really famous, (laughs) 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 you know, and and like the rest were just kind of like, you know, being actors and other people's stuff and things like that. So
1: yeah, it, it doesn't happen overnight, but you can put, you can definitely put a nice body of work together over the years. Like I said, it's a, it's a persistence game it happens overnight for very very few people most people are overnight
0: successes but they've been doing it for 10 years that's right Uh, exactly that's what yeah right so it'll happen overnight and you'll get it but it's because you've been out there so there's a certain amount of at-bats that you know being willing to get up there and strike out and continually to get you know step up to the plate uh prepares you for success
1: yeah i i heard with commercials, it's like one in thirty-five. You have to go on thirty-five auditions to like book one. Yeah, I mean, there's it's it's crazy odds. If you have, and then in a, a in more of a TV film sense, if it, a lot of these roles they get like five thousand submissions, and the casting director maybe calls in fifty people from that, and then from that five go to callback, and then one books it. So it's I mean, odds wise, you know, one in five thousand. It's It's tough, but eventually people will take notice. And uh, who's
0: your who's your call to when you're getting discouraged like that?
1: Oh man, I (laughs) I'm hard on myself at times, and I'm like, well, I don't need to call anyone. Um, But sometimes I'll call. Sometimes I'll call acting buddies. uh, But I've gotten to the point where I've gotten to the point now where I like I said I leave it in the room. So I'm not, I'm not sitting there imagining that I got the role for a week and, and, you know, putting every, putting all your weight into one role. It's just, I did my job. Was I happy with my job that I did? Great. It's done. They're either going to call me or they're not. Let's go focus on making my own shit in the meantime.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah. The ability to let go And then you let yourself get ready to go to the next moment. Yeah, hanging on to things, like the over-importance of each moment sounds like the first few dates we go on, you know, like we need it to be everything to give all this validation and you realize like there's a lot of improvement and a lot of uh, selecting, (laughs) deselection criteria that has to go on (laughs) as well. (laughs) Well, Greg, yeah.
1: I was going to say it's tough to get to that point, though, where you can literally just leave it in the room. A lot of all the acting classes and teachers are like, you know, just audition and just leave it in the room. (laughs) It's easier said than done. Like it, it takes it takes a lot of auditions and time till you can get to that point where you can truly leave it in the room
0: and learning how to deal with failure i mean like all of us need to learn how to fail and we've got the the glamorized version of success without the process right? right we don't see like you know albert einstein how many years is like a patent clerk we just see right i think somebody listed in the quarantine like abraham lincoln's track record i think he lost like he lost like So many things, like the amount of things that he went for and 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 lost, and then like, but then he won the presidency, right? (laughs) Like you don't remember any of that, but there's like like a history of overnight.
1: He became what they call an overnight. Since yeah, yeah. twenty
0: years of like losing as like secretary, you know, clerk. You know, he tried for every government office. He kept running.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, persistent, persistent.
0: Well, Greg, thank you so much for being uh, with us today. Please share with uh, our listeners ways to get a hold of you and contact you and see your upcoming work and hopefully uh, whatever you're working on right now in the near future.
1: Yeah, my, my website is yougreg.com. Um You can actually spell it any way you want because I have every domain, but uh, it's you as in umbrella, G-R-E-G-G.com. That's the, that's the main spelling um and then at greg martin on instagram and uh and facebook it's g-r-e-g-g-m-a-r-t-i-n um oh wait no actually facebook is at greg martin official
0: but uh that's right i got some guy in like germany when i (laughs) (laughs) the other greg martin came up (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah He's, um, he's not, he doesn't have quite as uh, impressive a reel as you do. Well, well thank you. <laughs> yeah,
1: but all, all my links are on my website, so it's very easy. You just go to ugreg.com, you can, you can
0: find me. Well, thank you for being available for us today. And, and please take a look at, at Greg's work. He truly knows how to bring levity into any moment and has a host of skills to hopefully inspire you through the world of acting, writing, what'd you call it? Not influencer, but 10 creators. See, <laughs> see, whichever way you want to go. Well, we're grateful for you and um, hope to catch you soon. Cool. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. That is one funny human being. Check him out. You, Greg dot com. Greg Martin, everybody, whatever your field may be, content creation, acting, or performing, uh, or being an athlete, thank you for tuning in, seeing the hybrid of guests that are coming to us on the Richard Listen Show. Thank you all again. Please check me out at Instagram or patreon.com slash Richard Listens. I'm Richard Listens. Thank you, everybody, and I'm out. I'm a big fan of MMA sports. It's rough and elegant at the same time. I think my number one fear of stepping into a ring like that would be protecting my teeth. Luckily, the guys over at Impact Dental Designs have created an amazing mouthguard that is state of the art. These mouthguards are currently being used by some of the best MMA fighters. But even better, they can be tailored to any sport. Football, hockey, boxing, soccer. The list is endless. Head over to ImpactDentalDesigns.com slash Listens to get 20% off your order and a free customized design for your mouth guard lastly i'd like to proudly mention our sponsor injitsu.com providing remote at-home training from some of the world's top mma fighters these classes are not pre-recorded these trainers come to you live and coach you for the duration of the session i've personally taken a few of these classes and i've never felt so inspired and accomplished in a workout session they'll leave you both on the floor in exhaustion and with a drenched shirt. There are still slots available for online classes, so head over to InJitsu.com slash listens to get your first class free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash RichardListens. Take care, everyone.